this is going to take a while to get through. So, so you be surprised. I'll have you go first, just because I have images pulled up for mine. Okay. And now that we're live and recording, I apologize for the background. It says twenty-three through eleven. It's actually forty-three or twenty-four through eleven. Sorry, but. Yeah, if you want to go first, um, we'll, oh, welcome to LIW John Carpenter Review. This is episode 31. It's our second to last episode of this podcast. This is ranking John Carpenter's movies 24 through 11. I'm Phoenix West. Zig Scott. <clears throat> All right. Here's how this is going to work. We're going to go 24 through 11 right now. You go first. I'll go next. We'll talk about my pick just because we'll cover them all that way. And I'll have the image up there, and we can talk about that and cover them all. And then at the end of each one of these, I'm going to go over what I think Adam's list is or would have mm. been. Right. Going just off gut feeling. I didn't want to get, listen back to the old episodes. I'm just going off gut feeling. But I'll do that at the very end of... So I'll do 24 through 11 at the end of this, 10 through 1 at the end of the next episode. All right, Dickory, you want to do your it's number not, 24? I'm right now. My 24th. Best of John Carpenter being his worst piece of shit goes to Mars. Hands down. Bad movie. Terrible. Awful. I mean, Ice Cube is some kind of fun. And Natasha Henders is hot as hell. It's early Statham, but it's just so bad. Too many fade in, fade outs. Hold on. Like I said, like, fuck you. We'll, we'll talk about. We'll talk about all the movies. Just well, you'll do your pick, then I'll do mine, and then we'll talk about my side. I guess does that make sense? Okay. So we'll talk about Ghost of Mars here in a second. Trust me. Yeah. But oh, <laughs> yeah. But my number twenty-four, because I have pictures, is this pro-life. Wow, that is that is uh, pretty close to being as bad as that. I fucking hated pro-life. I it, like he didn't want to direct it. It was so yeah. bad. And I didn't think yeah, it could be worse than his other one, the the cigarette burns. But at least that one had some creative shit going on. This one was just right. bargain basement nonsense and fake political comments that didn't go anywhere. And Ron Perlman is a psychopath father. Yes. It is so bad. So this is number 20. Oh, here's our number 24. I can do this. All right, so your twenty, your oh. least favorite is John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. That I used to think that was my least favorite, but then I saw Pro Life. Pro Life, I didn't. I've never seen it before. I had heard of it. I knew it was just like I was dreading to watch it because I knew it was going to be some kind of political thing, and then it ended up being exactly what I thought it was going to be. Once you started getting into it, we're like, I was listening to the wrong god, and it's like, oh, it's one of those stories where the demon was talking to him, and that's why. He does the things that he does. It's just like, eh, wouldn't you figure that out like mid when you're shoving a tube in the guy's butthole and sucking his insides out? Like, I thought it was a bit much. Like, it was a bit much. Yes, it was, yeah. and it didn't go... F I wish it was more just about that. But no, they right. had the first... Out of the four, 45 minutes, how long was it? 50 minutes? Roughly 50. Or was it an hour? I don't remember. It was yeah, roughly it was... 40, 45 minutes, probably. Roughly. But whatever it was, 80% of it was... Them just trying assault on precinct thirteen their way into a, the building into the abortion clinic. right yeah, and exactly that was it. and I didn't understand why it was like this CIA headquarters type building and he's right, like the yeah, local yeah. psychopath and they don't just arrest him I, none of it made any sense hated right. it I hated every aspect of it all right 
What's your number 23? 23 would be Dark Star, his first film, his first official film, with Dan O'Bannon, who where Adam and I kept referencing the nuttery of Dan O'Bannon and how he looked like a psychopath in the movie and how like the worst thing for us would be like if Dan O'Bannon lived on our couch. Like, he'd be the <laughs> kind of guy that'd be like, would never leave the apartment. Like he'd be like, I'm gonna find a job tomorrow, I swear, man. I just need a couple of days to chill, you know, if it's cool. Like that's who Dan O'Bannon was. Even though he wrote some really good movies and he has a he has a pretty good track record, but I think he was always he had to have been that sort of fanboy that became a screenwriter type. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I'm sure he was really into, like, weird science and tells the EC comics from the 50s. And oh, speaking of. I'm sure he was back in the day. My favorite band, Murder by Death. I told you I contributed to their, their whatever, yes. whatever. I finally got the comic today. Oh, nice. Look at that. That's very nice. So they turned their song lyrics and they had, like, fans make. Oh, that's cool. Oh, how do I show this? All right. That's Find really the right cool. angle. Well, that's neat. Yeah, it's fucking wow. awesome. That's really neat. Yeah, that's cool. No wonder it took forever to make it. That's, that's, that's really nice. It's that's fucking, a nice book. It's so nice. It's a nice set. Hardcover. Yeah. I didn't expect hardcover. Yeah. This, yeah, it's so nice. I'm so pleased. It was only 30? Oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's about average. That's about what they would but, cost. but then you get this, you know, digital download and all that for the album, too. So Sure, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Definitely uh, worth it, but you, you brought that's that cool. up, so I thought I'd show it because it was right here. Yeah, that's um, neat. All right, so my number 23... Captain Voyeur. <laughs> it's Captain Voyeur. If this were stretched out to a feature length and actually like not a, not just a student film, I think I would like it a lot more, especially more than Man. some things that are higher on my list. Right? Yeah. Wow. It's not a, not a terrible premise. But the only reason it's down there is because of the sound. It's a, it's a student film. What do you want to say? It's still not as bad right. as pro life for me, though. But you're not wrong. No. But um. Yeah, there's, is there anything else we need? Really, need? we just covered this a couple last no, it's, week. It's literally, it's so. literally like a five minute, or eleven minute, what nine eight, minute eight minutes, short? eight minutes, of eight that. minutes it's, with hand drawn yeah. uh, credits as well. Yes, yeah, to the point, <laughs> it's done. It, it's like you know what? Okay, I can see where John Carpenter would do this and get a job out of it. It's pretty yeah. fun. And I, I didn't rate it that low. It's just that it's a fucking eight minute short. Like what? Yeah, it's a short. Yeah, we you, you know, can't judge a short. All right. So, what is your number twenty two? Memoirs of an Invisible Man. <laughs> Memoirs of an Invisible of Man. Terrible movie. Hated every minute of it. I never want to watch it again. It was a slog to get through. It's such an awful film. And I put it like right there, 20, 22. And it's not even really a Carpenter movie because he was just doing it for a job. Because everybody wanted to fire him. He's just like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just finish the movie. Fuck it. I'm done. Yeah. We, we talked at length about how much I can't stand Chevy Chase. Just can't especially in this movie he's just a, he's unbearable in this movie he's unnecessary and Dar- both, so Daryl Hannah. i was literally just gonna say that both leads are uninteresting i don't give a shit if they they could end up together and have all the kids in the world in happiness or die right then i don't give a fuck which i don't if the, the house could burn and michael mckean could walk outside and go eh, fuck those guys i've killed them and i'd be like cool he's dead. Oh, is the michael so is the movie about michael mckean now because i watch him I like him. What about the guy that talks like this? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the, the, I write my book. It's our new Frank voice, by the way. What's going on over here? That's wonderful. <laughs> oh no, Frank can still be Shaq. That should be the Adam voice for no reason. 
John Carpenter movie. Oh. It, it sounds fantastic. nothing like Adam, but no, God no. But that's what makes it funny. <laughs> John, Car- my favorite, well, least favorite John Carpenter movie is is probably uh, The Ward. What a terrible film. Daddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Daddy. Again, that's just a voice that needs to say that word. Uh, yeah. My number 22. Show me your graphic. It's coming. Boom. Goes to Mars. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. That makes sense. The the music alone, all the early 2000s uh, metal. Oh, yeah. And it would start like as soon as the action scene started. It reminded me of the, a really, it reminded me of Doom. But Doom's a video game, not a movie, by a filmmaker who knows how to make horror movies. And why the fuck were there so many movies set on Mars in that time? It was just, it was the, that, it's just the way Hollywood is. The Ghosts of Mars. We'll talk about that. Mission to we'll Mars. We'll talk about that. And Hollywood is yeah. dead. Mission we'll to Mars, Red Planet. You had so yeah, many of those yeah. fucking things. Oh, yeah. And they're all like, bam, bam, bam. And they're all shit. Mission yeah. to Mars isn't awful, but at least I had like a, like a director behind it. John Carpenter didn't give a shit about Ghost of Mars, if you could feel it. No, it's bad. It was real bad. All right, so let's move on to number 21. Pro-life. For me. Pro-life, okay, which we discussed. It's terrible, worthless, and uh, there's one thing that I liked uh, more, I think... Uh, my number 20 will, will put pro-life in its place. You'll understand why I put this number 20 above pro-life. Okay. Because they kind of have a, they have a yin and yang to themselves. What's because the what yin the... to pro-life's yang? Let me think about, don't spoil it yet, but what would be the yin to pro-life's yang? Starman. No, no. Oh, okay. I'm curious. Let's, let's continue. Yeah. Yep. Okay. What's your 21st? My 21st is Dark Star. Wow, okay, yeah. There's some stuff I kind of liked in it, uh, but it was minimal. It was annoying in parts. I didn't hate it as much as Adam did. Like I said, there were certain things I didn't hate about it. And, uh, right. You kind of you kind of digging deep to find them, but it is what it is. It's his first movie. I mean, come on. Right. Nothing else I can I say about it. We covered that in episode, what? Episode oh, five. Ago? Three years ago? <laughs> yeah. That was episode five. Yeah, that was... Space... This, this is the third year of this show, so yeah. Yeah. Spaced Out Odyssey, the mission of the Strange Love Generation, Dark Star. That just tells you it's a hippie movie. It's like, oh, it's just totally hippie, oh, yeah. hippified sci-fi movie. Which yeah. it kind of was, kind of wasn't. like. I, I Dan O'Bannon's the only hippie part of that. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's so... like physically a hippie. Do you remember he had a like a ball? Oh, yeah. It's like 25 minutes of the movie. It's the fucking yeah. big old ball, black ball from the prisoner floating around. Maybe I don't rate it lower because I don't remember a whole lot of it. I just kind of going off reason, gut yeah. feeling and like how I remember feeling watching it more than I remember right. the details of it. Because this right. movie, is, it, I don't want to retain much from it. Yeah. But I don't remember hating it. Maybe right. I did, but that the memories aren't there. All right, what do you got for number twenty? That's, that's why you got to listen to the show again. You got to find it and listen Not to it. Do that. You go to bed. <laughs> Fuck that. I do a show. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> twenty for me, and this is the yin and the yang of pro life. Captain Voyeur. Okay. 
It's his first short in his last movie, or his last short, basically, because it's not even a real movie. It was an episode. But I felt like th- that was the place for these two. Hey, the Ward is his last movie. Oh, that's right. Oh, I fucked up. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's why I didn't think actually, about Actually, no, it makes sense because number 19 is the Ward. <laughs> All right. So, so actually, it works. It makes sense. So your number 20 is Captain Voyeur. Captain Voyeur, the, the short. short. Okay, we talked about that. And, My number and, 20. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go for it. 19 or 20 for you? My number 20, Memoirs wow, of Invisible okay. Man. That high. Look at that poster. Well, like it's I said, ridiculous. I, it's not good, but no. I've watched it enough that I, I'm not. And I'm the one who was bitching about it more than you were when we were yeah. talking about it. But yeah. I still don't hate it. I, I can't hate this movie. I hate Chevy Chase and Daryl Hannah sucks. But well, Sam Neill saves this movie for me. Well, you remember the Red Letter Media's uh, number? This is like in the middle. This is highly rated from them. Oh, really? So I, I was kind of shocked. Like it's like number eleven on their list. Memoirs of Invisible Man. Oh, keep like, it up. Really? That one? Weird. That was your eleventh pick. <clears throat> like it, it was high up there. I do I think have. Actually, they both had it. I 11. do have a very popular one of his movies coming up here. In, in a Ooh, few. Yeah. In a few. All right. Yes. Pe- one that I rate way lower than everyone else. But wow, okay, yeah, 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 give it to me. A little bit of tease in there. Rich, Rich had Halloween, Halloween lower. But um, oh, I think I know what it is. Let's let's quickly say that we started this podcast with the ultimate goal. I mentioned it before we even started. We're gonna rank them like we always do this sort of shit, and then I don't know, ten episodes in. Fucking Red Letter Media re- releases their rating of John Carpenter. I'm, yeah. I'm like, come on. Like, what are the fucking odds? They never do that. It was like two years ago. I know, but like it was day. after oh, we, man. way after we started. And I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> like, God damn it. I, I, I mean, we can't really compete with them, and nor am I even going to try. But the oh, point God, is, God, I was yeah. still like, oh. Mm. <laughs> like, oh well. I'm not really mad, but I'm like. Oh, you sons of bitches. When I saw that, I was like, oh, come on. Damn it. it. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. What's your 19? 19. Captain Voyeur's 20. 19 is the ward. So the yin and the yang of the Captain Voyeur. And there you go. It works better that way. Literally the episode we did before this one. Yes. And the ward is whatever. It's, It's not terrible. It's kind of a sad movie that he goes. It's kind of a whimper of an exit. But you know what? It's just the way it goes. Um, I don't hate it. It's it's 19, more or less, for Amber Heard's bitchiness. Interesting. There's one movie I expected you to have a lot lower than you do, apparently. And it's my number 19. Cigarette Burns. Oh, okay. You seem to be very irritated by this one, from what I remember. No, I, I like this poster. He looks like fucking Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah. It doesn't look like Udu Kira. Yeah, do you like this one? That's hilarious. I tried Where'd to find, find the most poster? obscure posters I could for some that's of these. Hilarious. Yeah. That's actually a really good one. That's a, that is fucking it, hilarious. It's better than the movie is. It's not I don't, bad. Norman Reedus I don't is a him fucking smoking a cigar. I don't remember. No, he was. Was he? Okay. Yeah. When he gets killed, remember he was lighting a cigar, I believe. Oh, was he? Okay. And he put his intestines in the projector. Oh god, that was great. See, there's some stuff in this I actually liked, which is why I like it a lot more than the pro-life one. Right, yeah, I do too. I did like some things in Cigarette Burns, but it is it reminded me of a really shitty remake of 8mm. Just kept going, and it's way shorter. It's like half the length of 8mm, but it feels 
twice the length, like Udo Kier's intestines. Well, it's like the ninth gate, that giant de- movie where he's looking for the uh, book of the devil. Roman Plants. It's, the, same, it's basically the it's the exact same movie. It's the exact same. It's only it's a film, not Either. a book. So it's it's the same. It's the same. It's almost the same story. I can't control how wide they are, so some of them are going to be wider than others. Bookended by Udo Kier. Yeah. Udo. All right, let's get rid of him. But yeah, cigarette by burns. Udo. I didn't despise it, but. And there's some interesting visuals with that weird alien creature. I don't remember a whole lot about it, honestly, at this point. It was an angel. An angel, you say? <laughs> it was an angel who they cut his wings off. That's what it was, remember? All these memories. No. Why. No, okay. I don't remember. Was... I saw it twice, so that's why I remember. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought I had it on DVD, but I maybe I didn't buy it. It was at the thrift store for a dollar. I would have picked it up. If I see it for 4K, I... I'll get it for you. Maybe I got it. Oh, I going to see you, 4K. You can see how sleepy Norman Reedus is in 4K. You killed your daughter. Your daughter's dead because of you. I'm Daryl. I'm a shit and piss janitor in The Walking Dead for I, like three seasons. I, I get a better, I'm, better, I'm a better actor as I get older, but you know, it took time. But in this one, I'm a terrible actor because I'm still learning how to act. It was back when he had the chubby cheeks. Oh, he's also an 8mm. Is he really? Yeah. You remember he goes, oh, my God. Uh, he's in prison, and he's mopping up. Oh, my God, no. And Nick Cage he's... talks to him, and he's like, oh, that fucking oh bitch. God. I don't give a shit about her. Fuck her. Oh, wow. What do you want me to wow. say? Wow. Oh, shit. That's 8 millimeter, right? I don't remember. Oh, hold on. Norman. Read yeah, look him up. This eight mil- yeah, yeah, that's him. Wow. Yeah, here he is. Okay. I, I was fairly certain I was, but I wanted to confirm it. Um, yeah, I was laughing, and I talked about it in the in our live show because on Walking Dead, he's a piss and shit janitor for like three seasons, <laughs> and he looks older, obviously, but he does the exact same thing. Wow, look at that! I forgot about that. Wow, wow. look how young he was and good looking. Man, the Boondock Saints feels like it's fifty years ago at this point, doesn't it? The Boondock Saints ruined him so much. <laughs> God damn. It inflated both their egos, and they're both like, that, "Oh shit!" That, that Troy Duffy destroyed two lives. Three. So, Sean Patrick own... Flannery never re- recovered either. That's what I mean. Yeah, I was thinking of, I was thinking of Sean Patrick and uh, and Norman Reedus, but yeah, Troy Duffy's included. And, and then you'll the, probably include uh, the dad, the, the comedian. What's his name? Uh, J- uh, Bill Conley. Billy Con- Billy Conley. Yeah, yeah. Billy Conley. He, he's I actually good. Liked being on the movie. Yeah. He was good in it. He's great in it. Yeah, and so is Defoe. And Defoe did the sequel. Like he said, you know what? I like the first one. I like you. I'll do it. He got like to he play Troy Duffy. He got to be ridiculous, yeah. which nobody ever lets oh, him yeah. do, except for uh, what's his name, Lars von Trier. <laughs> Let me see oh, your I cock. Mean. Oh no! Oh no! Let's beat let's... your beat your cock with a piece of wood. <laughs> do it right now, and you're gonna come blood. All right, what that are we happens. on? Oh God! That's I... Antichrist. Watch Antichrist. The very beginning. Get those images out of your head. The very beginning, you see his dick going in. I go, oh no, no, I'm good. I'm done. Yeah. I... Yeah, that was, that was all stunt. That was a stunt cock. Yeah, yeah. Because that. his that his cock was yeah. too big. <laughs> that was the excuse. I'm too big, Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's your number eighteen? Body bags. Interesting. I, it's okay. That low, like, huh? Body bags is okay. I'm not the. I like. I love him in it. I think he's the best part. 
But I think he's the, the crypt keeper. He's the crypt keeper. John Carpenter. I, I like the the first story's good. Yeah, great. The second story's boring, and the third story's not very good. So it kind of sucks each other out. So and it, but you get to see a really awful shot of Mark Hamill's taint in the third story. So you're like, oh no, oh, oh. is that the third? I'm sorry, I was thinking the the hairpiece Stacy Keach one was the third story. I think it's the second story. Okay, that's, that's, the, that's the one I'm saying. That because, one sucks. No, that one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, hair, I, it's not hell to pay, is it? No, that was the Tales of the Crypt. That's Tales of the Crypt. Sounds like that. That one was fucking terrible. Let me look up. Um, you keep talking about body bags. I'm gonna look it up. No, body bags. It, it just it's the vignette one, it, and uh, the in between, he's the crypt keeper, basically in the, in the mortuary, and he's funny. And I, and I don't get me wrong. I, I think that's the best John Carpenter ever has been on camera, and that's the, that's how I want to remember John Carpenter when he dies is that character from body bags he's, he's having a lot of fun and he's goofy and it was fun to watch and then um he just tells the story they go look at this guy over here oh he's almost being beetlejuice he's almost beetlejuice level of campiness which is fun yeah and then like but just the stories the first one's good it's very because you know ted Raimi shows up and gets brutally murdered and i think um what's his name's in that one too um your your guy uh, Parker Lewis can't it? lose. Oh, Is he in that one no. was Parker Lewis can't lose in that. No, or am I confusing that with something else? No, it's no, he's not. Peter Naughton's in it. Yeah, Peter Naughton's in it. Yeah, Peter Naughton. No. Uh, Wes Craven, Peter Jason, Sam Raimi, Buck Flower. I'm looking at the cast right now of just that segment. Buck Flower, that's right. I gotta use you, pisser. Buck Toby Flower. Hooper. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Toby Hooper. Uh, Robert Carradine. Yeah. Yes, Peter Jason, right. obviously. Robert Carradine was the murderer, was the psychopath. That's right. But no, I like the first story. Second story was the bad one, and the third story was like, eh, he gets a new eye. It's like a murder eye, and he cuts his eye out at the end of the movie. It's just like, eh. But when he goes crazy on his eye. wife, I was laughing pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, because Mark Hamill isn't a good actor, and he shouldn't go that route. So that's all. Yeah, I, I don't not like Mark Hamill. I don't. I don't know. No, nah, he's fine. He's whatever. I, I he did, yeah, he, he's he's gotten a lot of fame off. A movie that he wasn't really in control of, if that makes sense. I didn't know that Bruce, uh, Kevin Conroy was gay, though. I just found that out not too long ago. Batman, the voice of Batman. Oh, yeah, series. yeah. Yeah, I just Kevin found that Conroy out, too. Is, is gay. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, I whatever. I just didn't know that. It's interesting. Yeah, I found that out a few, like, a few months ago, I feel. Do you want me to, to put this in you, Alfred? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, That's there's some freaking... signs if you now watch the cartoon. Makes... Oh. Now, now the whole Robin subplot kind of, ooh, this is weird. <laughs> this isn't going to be awkward. But um, there's not another even thing any I found nipples. out. Yes, you know, uh, I found the other Jason Patrick. Yes, I did you, not. You know mentioned this. this. Jason Miller was his dad, and his grandfather was Jackie Gleason. That is, I did not know that. That is crazy that they all have the same first initial and then very different last names. All three of them. Well, he cha- I think he changed his name because one Jackie Gleason didn't love him. He t- I think he talked about that. He said <laughs> that's why he's an alcoholic, really probably. Probably and well, Jason Miller's dad was super alcoholic because he had fucking soft brain on Exorcist Three, and that's I guess he was a Pulitzer Prize winner. He was a writer too, Jason Miller. So I didn't know that. I didn't know Jason Patrick. That was the son. That's I crazy. had no idea. You said that. And I, I was didn't like, know. Yeah, mm, no, yeah, really. And I yeah. looked it up. I'm like, shit, uh, yeah, yeah. I did not know that forever. I was just like, I was always, I was like, who the fuck is Jason Patrick? Why is he famous? Like, oh, that's why. And then now we know he, he was. 
son. He was already in the business when he was a kid. So it wasn't just Lost Boys? Yeah, it wasn't just the power of the Lost Boys. You know what I'm amazed? And that saxophone guy from Lost Boys isn't doing tours. He should be, especially now. Yeah. That's that, a, there's kind he, of a he's everywhere. On. He's on the cover. I guess they did a comic book, Lost Boys. And he's on the cover because he's a, he's a major character <laughs> in the comic book. Oh, God. He, I guess he's a vampire hunter. And so that's why he's he's hanging out with the vampires. Band. The the whole band is vampire hunters. They're vampire hunters. So that band is is they're looking for uh, Sutherland. It's it, it that's a better story than what happens to the vampire band in Fernando Dawn. Fuck you, everyone. Good night. Why would you Bam! kill yourselves? What the it's fuck? Fucking band. <laughs> Let's kill that fucking run. band. They knew it. They had a good run. You know what? I, I can I can go out on that. Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> <laughs> he literally sings that. It had to let us know. It had to let us know. What is your 18th? My 18th is, I thought it was going to be a lot lower, The Fog. Right. That is pretty low, though. 18th is pretty low. Pretty low, but also I kept saying, especially to Adam, how much I do not want to watch this movie. You hate this movie. I thought I did. I don't hate it as much as I th- remember hating it. I respected it. Uh, I'd say if I watch this twice more, I probably will like it. Yeah, it's a simple movie. It's a simple ghost story. That's all it was supposed to be. And John Carpenter made it for the studio, and they gave him notes. And he said, okay, we'll do your notes. Because it, basically, it was basically like a 70-minute movie, and they gave it 10 more minutes of just a storytelling at the beginning to set up the pirates. And that's pretty much it. It's pretty – and it's- it was rated R – for really no reason. No reason. No reason. It should be a G-rated movie. There's, there's no swearing. There. There's no, no, no violence, really. It's all no. in the fog. and Just this awkward and, sex between Jamie Lee Curtis and, and Troy Atkins. Uh, Troy Atkins. Troy Atkins, yeah. Trace at... No, I'm getting Trey, so far away. Trace Anastasia. Trey Anastasia. Let's get, He's not even in the... Let's get really far away from his name. He's not even in the in the fucking poster. No, you're talking about Tom Atkins, right? Yeah, Tom Atkins. Okay. He's not even on the poster. <laughs> no, he he also fucks uh, the the hot lady in the movie in Halloween Three, which yes. John Carpenter produced. You know. Yes. I don't think he even knew what the fuck was happening with that movie. He he signed a piece of paperwork on a check. He goes, okay. It, it, to be fair, if Halloween Three was on our list, if he actually directed it, it would be a lot higher. I like oh, Halloween absolutely. Three. Yeah. Uh... People, people shun it. It's a good movie. Sorry. I think it, it's getting. I think it's getting its due now. People yeah. Are starting to realize, finally. Oh, you know what? That that would have been a good idea to make Halloween an anthology oh, series. Oh fuck yeah! And not fucking Mike Myers five thousand fucking times. It would have been got so much better. Thank you, fanboys. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for everything you guys ruined. Thank you. You guys bitch and moan about everything. If it was this, if it. it was Halloween, Halloween two, which I also like. Yeah. And then Halloween 3, and it's different, and then everyone after that was very different. Fucking awesome series of movies. What yeah, you have now is, I can't tell you the difference in the, series, no. in the Halloween movies. Paul Rudd's in one of them. There's been basically four reboots of Halloween. Four! Like, somehow rebooted, and even tied into the first one. There's, like, three different trilogies tied into the first one. Yep, yep. You're just like, Why? Why? We're not talking about Halloween yet. Let's get to your number 17. 17 is Cigarette Burns. Okay. We talked about that. 
Yeah. Is there anything and else you want to add to it while we're here? Nah, what's your 17? The Ward. Okay. Here's yeah. a poster you've probably never seen of The Ward. That looks like... Uh, Charlize <laughs> Theron? Looks like Kate, Kate McKenna doing an impression of Amber Heard. Yeah, kind of. It, it looks not bit. like Amber Heard. No, it does not. Yeah, it's... Uh, I've seen this movie, what, three times now, I believe. And each time, I, I kind of like it a little more. It's not a bad movie. No. It's not a bad movie. You can tell he's not fully invested. You can tell. But with that being said, he still can, like, direct really well in his sleep. Yeah, yeah. You know, what else? You can't really trash talk it that bad. And, like, what what John Carpenter's wife said, this is his chick flick. Because every director has a chick flick. Because they're females. Yeah, because there's all the principal cast is female. Like, uh, Death Proof. Quentin Tarantino's chick flick is Death Proof. Yeah, I will say there's... You expect that sort of shit with these kind of movies where the the staff's all rapey and they yeah you know, and they do all that, but no, he doesn't do that. There's no. none of that. He, he's a little mean because that's his is he's literally playing a character in the reality of the movie. So that's when the cut to reality later in the movie at the very end, he's like super nice and he's yeah. like clearly playing a. They don't do the rapey shit. They don't do any of that. Yeah, and even even the, they give the the uh, the nurses. You see how they don't, they're reluctant to do this. They yeah. don't want to do what they're doing, but they have to because she's fucking nuts. Same like thing in Shutter Island. Yeah. yeah, yeah, same thing. Same thing. Um, okay, so that's my number 17. What's your number 16? Uh, Village of the Damned. Interesting. Because I, I've seen pieces of it. I still haven't watched it all the way through. Oh, yeah, that's the one you haven't seen. I still, I still haven't. So I just put it here in the middle because it's just like I don't know where to, where to put it, but I figured... It's in his. It's after Mouth of Madness. It's before Ghost of Mars. So it's kind of that the bad decline for Carpenter. And I just figured this was a hire a gun a work for hire project, and Christopher Reeves in it, which is kind of funny. And I just never. I mean, I get the gist of it. I've seen. I've seen him not thinking about the bomb, and then thinking about the bomb, and then blowing it up yeah. at the end. I've seen all that. But uh, and the beginning was neat. I like the beginning. The, the opening is is eerie and how everyone's you know knocked out. Everybody wakes up pregnant. There's some funny stuff in there. It was the exact same thing that happens in WandaVision. If you ever watch that, right? The yeah. town's taken over. They can't. There's like right. a weird line they can't cross. Otherwise, all bets right, are yeah. off. And they're like, all yeah. right. Kirstie Alley's in it for some fucking reason. That's right. That's who the girl was. Uh, yeah. I just remember that as a. I remember her standing there like, she's so boring. But I can't cross okay. the line. I was a I was a Vulcan in Star Trek. I will say this about uh, Village of the Damned: we got a while till it's on my list. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. You know we do it's have coming up here at number sixteen for my list. The one I said is going to be far lower than everyone else. Wow, that is that's almost wow. Number this is sixteen. Controversial. This yes. is real controversial. Here's the thing. I I love this movie growing up. I right. remember I watched this since it came out, you know, since I remember movies. And I remember liking it. And then I watched it when we did this show. It was episode 12. I have these written down as well. This is episode 12. And Adam was like, oh, this is a great movie. You're so excited. And I t- I'm like, sorry, man. I just, I just, I, I just don't, I don't, I didn't like it. I, I've seen this movie a thousand times, and this time it just drove me crazy. It was, I was very irritated the entire way through. 
And I, I have no explanation beyond that. That's fine. <laughs> I think I if mean, I were I'm to just, watch, I don't know. I'm just amazed this hasn't been remade. I'm really amazed that no one has made a sequel to this movie. Nobody has tried to, they've tried to remake it, but it's never happened. Like this is a prime, like Hollywood redux, which should happen next year. Like this needs to come out as a remake. And just go balls to the wall with, with starring The Rock, you know, The Rock and Chris Pine, like or not Chris Pine, but Chris Pratt. Oh yeah, this is like Chris Pratt level but, action movie that he could do. But a ninety-two-year-old James Hong, because he's still alive, just got a star in the bring walk him of back. Fame. He'll just be sitting his. He will have no makeup. He'll be the same character in the wheelchair. Ah, <laughs> oh, good with green eyes. Only ah. he won't be acting this time. Or he'll be checked into a psych ward. Whatever comes first. <laughs> Uh, I, Come on, Egg. <laughs> I love Kurt Russell in that movie. It's the best. I think that's it's part fun. of what I drove Kurt me crazy so about it. Fun. You didn't like Kurt Russell in that movie? No, I love Kurt Russell, but I was watching him. I'm like, I just don't care. I don't care about. Yeah. I'm, I'm annoyed. Everything's super shrieky and loud, and I just don't care. They really thought this was going to be John Carpenter's blockbuster uh, event movie, and he and it didn't make any money. It was just like all his other movies, and he goes. I mean, he goes. I don't know what to do. Yeah, because because like you watch every interview with him about this movie, he goes. Everybody like all the all the media people when they were doing press for this movie were saying, "How does it feel to have the biggest movie of the year?" And he's just like, "I, I don't know. Is it going to be the highest grossing movie of the year? I don't think so, but we'll see." And it wasn't. Like he just bombed out, like everything else he does. I think the highest grossing movie he's ever has is like forty seven million dollars. Halloween, like. Halloween, Halloween a ton of money. It, yeah, that's it. That's his biggest. That's movie. His, no, that's his only hit, I think. Yeah, his only big movie. Well, they all made money. Chris, yeah, they but all made no hit they all like money, but were hits to a degree, but not like blockbusters, like no. nice Spielberg size, you know, successes. He could make a movie and probably make a twenty million dollar profit on it. Oh yeah. Whereas Spielberg could make a hundred fifty million to three hundred million profit. Oh, that's yeah. the difference. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. And it's too bad because John Carpenter was a good director. And his movies are good. Oh, yeah. And it's just, We're doing a fucking I show think, about him. So, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Time heals all wounds. And I oh, think now he's he's essentially gotten to his where he's going to be on that pantheon of, like, best filmmakers. And because he's older now, he's basically done. He'll be dead in five years if he's lucky. Or maybe not because he smoked so much. Maybe the smoke has preserved him in such a way that he'll live another 30 years. He's going to literally and, become the Crypt Keeper like he was in Body Bags. And, and, yeah, in 2040, he's going to be like, I'm going to do another movie. And what the fuck? I thought was dead. John Carpenter's new movie, Cigarette, cigarette, cigarette Man. Cigarette Man. Um, but uh, actually, my uh, so your 16 was, was that. My 15 is going to be controversial. Oh, can I guess? You can guess. Are you going to say Escape? No, you're not going to say Escape New York. No, I'm going to say Halloween. Gonna... Okay, that was my next guess. That was actually my Halloween. first guess, and I went, "No, that's too obvious." Yeah. No, Halloween is not. I don't. I don't have any really love for that movie. I think it's fine. I don't get it. Like to me, Halloween is the first of five billion movies that have come out that are exactly the same. So in a way, this is John Carpenter's curse on the world because every fucking director who had a camera and some money. They all went and did slasher movies. Like we have literally seventy million slasher movies, and they're all the same, all low budgets, and they all make money because they're so low budget. 
but they're all the same movies, and I've seen them so many times. Like, how many times can you see a titty shot and a blood shot and a knife shot in the same 25 minutes of film where it's just like, okay, next? Yes. Next, what, what else can we do? Well, he was way ahead of the curve on that one. Granted, yes, but it's, still, it's, just, it's boring. It's a boring movie. Okay. Not much going on in Halloween. A lot of just a guy in overalls with a, with a Captain Kirk mask coming behind a bush, stepping out of a bush. Behind a bush. Over here. I can't he's disagree with that. He's in the parking lot. He's, he's looking at her through the, through the car. The parking lot. And then <laughs> he's gone. Oh, my God. And now we had to revisit this. We had to revisit Jamie Lee Curtis four fucking times now. The, the same character. So thank you, but no thanks. I'm you know what the worst scene in the first one is? Is when Annie goes out to the laundry room in the back. And it's like a good eight minutes of watching her get stuck in a fucking window somehow. And you're like, who gives a shit? Why are we still watching this? And the kid comes out there and, oh, the, yeah, that part, I will, I will, I don't disagree that it is slow. It depends yeah. on if, if that's your style or not. And that's my style. So I'm fine with it, but. No, I don't mind a slow movie. Like, I yeah. love Tinker Taylor Soldier Spot. That's as slow as they get. I watched that twice, the, the first 25 minutes, and I was like, I'll finish this later. Never came back to it. <laughs> Never came back. I love that movie. I've I wasn't seen it like four, uh, five times probably. I love that movie. Yeah, I to be to be honest, love wasn't it. bored. I was just like, yeah, oh, it's getting late. Like, all right, I'll finish, and I just never want to come back to it. Oh, when, I love when, that when, cast when, though. Uh, oh, the cast is when uh, what's his name? Um, Bane comes into the movie. Tom. I out to the circus. I want out of it. I don't want to sit with you lots. You guys are shit. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be a spy. It's hilarious. It's a great movie. And number then, 15. Number 15. Is it my turn? My turn. You just went Halloween. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You. You with your graphics. Oh, oh, this way. Wow. That low. Yeah. I, this is what you said about Halloween. Just copy paste for Assault and Person right. 13 for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I just. Yeah, yeah. See, that's where Halloween works for me, and this one doesn't. Because Halloween, I know what's happening. It's simple enough. This one, I'm like, why is any of this happening? And if the point is, it doesn't matter that they're, they're cha it's chaos. I, I wasn't entertained by the chaos. It just, it, for me, no. Just not not no, I shouldn't say that, but eh, eh. I, I honestly like the remake more. I still like that sexy robot girl. Oh God, she's so. That is the worst actress I've seen in a long time. You never saw her again. Cause I don't think she was in anything else after this. I think she was in like a soap opera, maybe, and maybe another movie, and never saw her again. Like, they almost expect like a deleted scene on the DVD where it's they someone has to go and change her batteries and yeah, like it's she's that dead in that movie. This sex bot needs to charge. I wish the movie was as good as this poster is. <laughs> Because none of the none of the gang members really have guns. They always have pipes and baseball bats and knives, and they get blown away every time they come to the window. Well, it starts off the gang has <clears throat> all these uh, weapons, shoot, and yeah. then all of they, them are gone when they're in close contact, and they're rushing in the well, doorway with they, bats, and you're like, they used other bullets. They shot every single bullet they had. Like, oh fuck, man, Kmart's closed. It's late. <laughs> get the bats. Get the bats. Get the Get the pipe. Let's go, man. And, Fuck it. They're out of and run down a hallway like fucking lemmings and just get mowed yeah. down by a lady. Love it. Love it. I thought it was hilarious. I just, it, See, I, I, there's I stuff it. I like in it. So I, I don't hate it. That's why it's in the middle for me. 
But well, also this was this was one of the last John Carpenter movies I ever watched. I never saw this movie before. Oh yeah. So I don't have any nostalgia connection to it. So I think just as a as a visceral first experience, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought, oh, this is actually a lot of fun. So I really liked it. Yeah, I, I watched this in you know late middle school, early high school when I watched a lot of movies like. All my like classic movies. That's that's the era I watched them in. Like Taxi Driver, which I also think is vastly overrated. It is. I watched that. And I'm like, it's. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I just. I, I like the. Say, I like the filmmaking and then the acting, but. I would you prefer New York, New York over Taxi Driver? One hundred percent. Wow, there you go. That's a statement. Like I think it's twice <laughs> as good as as Taxi Driver is. Wow, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, I still need to watch that one too. That's yeah, that's, the one I haven't watched. I'm not. I. I don't want to overhype it. For me, it works a lot right. better than Taxi Driver. I won't say not oh, everyone's no, yeah, gonna yeah, like yeah. it or, or love it or even like it, honestly. But for me, yeah, Scorsese is another guy we could do a podcast on, honestly. Well, sure, yeah, but I think that my favorite part of Taxi Driver is that the senator's name is Paul Patini, <laughs> which is hilarious. Like, wait a minute, he's the fucking emperor, but that movie's <laughs> yeah. not out yet. I didn't know What's that. On here, um, yeah, his name's Paul Patini. It's kind of funny. It's like, oh, huh. is that where the name came from? That's funny. Yeah, I had no idea. Apparently, Paul, Paul Schrader invented the emperor. All right, what is your number fourteen? I will tell you something right now, man. I'm not. I'm not a drug addict. I'm a clean, sober man who loves eighteen-year-old girls. It's Elvis Aaron Presley. We finally have our first match. Wow! There you go. Number fourteen's all around. Yeah. I'm amazed. Yeah, I, I thought yours was gonna be lower, honestly. Or lower meaning no, 20, yeah, 20 I, somewhere around there. 14. I didn't hate it. I appreciated what they're trying to do with it. Yeah. I think it was probably, honestly, this is, <clears throat> honestly, this is probably Carpenter's most successful movie. Because as a TV film, it was a huge hit. So, I mean, I would almost say, like, is this the biggest thing John Carpenter's ever done? Which is kind of sad if that's the case. No, definitely but, Halloween. Well, yeah, Halloween. You can't was. deny because Halloween's made him so much money. Well, I think now, though, with video and everything, I think The Thing and Big Trouble Little China. Yeah, Big Trouble Little China live, made a lot. Oh, they yeah. live, a, New York, San New York. All those movies have since made him tons of money. Oh, yeah. I think those have been probably made way more on home video than we'll ever know because Hollywood will never tell you how many videos they sell. They will never tell you that number because it's a tax thing. They will never reveal it, ever. They might reveal they it after Back to the movie. Future makes its money back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's like such bullshit. Such bullshit. I can't pay you your money because we're still we still have to. We're make still in the red. On it. Really? You made about? you made the budget back with toys alone. Fuck you. Right. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah but that's ancillary. That's it. That's not. That's not your contract. That's, that's not, not in the budget of the film, which you, we're still paying think... royalty. And you're like, yeah, it's you fucker. Fuck you still got that. Basically, they didn't pay their catering bill, so therefore they can't really announce that they're in the black until right, they pay yeah. that, which we're not going to because that company went defunct. And you're like, 30 fuck years you. Ago, yeah. <laughs> they find some that, loophole. When Warner Brothers said Harry Potter 4 was actually lost money, you're like, oh, go fuck yourself. Like, go fuck yourself. But you made those four more? Made, <laughs> like, those movies made $55 billion in profit, and you're not going to... You're not going to talk about those movies. You made enough money to build a fucking theme park. So fuck you, you piece of shit. Fucking it. No, Elvis, though, since we're both on here. Yeah. I, I liked it. I, I wish it wasn't so uh, cleaned up. I wish it was more honest. I 
I wish it was more about his downfall because I think that's yes. vastly more interesting and and well, yeah, more rel. I think it's a better tale, like a warning tale, of this is what happens when massive. Like you think it's all glitz and glamour, but he he was fucked up. Like he was a yeah. fucked up man. Yeah, and, and here's what happened. Yeah, I think this poster I th- makes it look like a gay porno, though. Oh, it does, especially in the corner there with him in his leather. Yeah, right here on the on the left here. Hey man, I'm gonna bomb on a leather suit, man. Do me. <laughs> yeah, Come on, Al Pacino, put your fist in me. You not the cruising. not the best of poster, but the new Elvis movie nobody's gonna see. I made a hundred million, I think. Did it? It did okay. How much yeah, did it cost it though? Money. Probably hundred fifty. Boz Lerman's expensive. I don't know. Boz Lerman's not cheap. I think uh, worldwide probably did okay. Oh but yeah. Those bi- the only biopic music biopic to make bunch of money was Bohemian Rhapsody, and that movie sucks. Because it's just so, I'll never so watch saccharine. It. It's just saccharine. And all it is is it's all basically the Queen music put in, but it's like not done in an interesting way. It's just done in like, oh, this is when they made this album. This is when they recorded this record. And you follow it chronologically as they're doing it. It's like, oh. And then like he does, it's all, and it's all lip sync. He didn't do any singing. So him forgetting the Oscar for pretending to be uh, Freddie Mercury is just, is, is just annoying. It's just, uh, Whatever. We'll talk about that too in Hollywood is dead. And Brian Singer won't admit shit. that he's gay. Well, Brian Singer Brian Singer will uh he's has gonna to be t- human first. He's gonna take a lot of secrets to his grave. He's one of those guys. He's he's gone now. He's gone forever and they destroyed him. Good. He destroyed we'll himself, let's be honest. We'll get to that in Hollywood yeah. is, not, is dead. All right. So, so number, thir- number thirteen. Number thirteen. I'm gonna bet this one matches going. again. Someone is watching me. Oh no, we didn't. Shit. Wow, really? This is this other TV movie uh, with um, Laura Hutton and Adrian Barbeau playing a lesbian in a nineteen a lesbian seventy eight lesbian uh, playing a character as a lesbian. But you know what? Not a big deal. It's just whatever. It actually, you wouldn't even know. Here's the thing. You wouldn't even care. I, I forgot. That's a part yeah. of it. She's a. But I just think it's funny. She's a TV producer, right? Or she, yeah, yeah, yeah something like live news producer, yeah, if I just, remember. She's, yeah, and she's being stalked by some guy, and she has got a boyfriend who comes in the picture, and he kind of protects her, but then dies immediately. I forget, did he die? I I'm pretty remember. sure. I, here's the thing: I I don't remember the details. I remember enjoying it. It's a good movie. Yeah, it was it was actually really well done for a TV movie in the seventies. I enjoyed it. I would say, yeah, I, I liked it better than the Elvis one because it was shorter and it was to the point and Laura Hutton was kind of sexy uh, in it and Adrian Barbeau has a weird sexiness to her where she's just got the biggest tits in the world yet the butter face of a lifetime. Man. Like, her she's her and Meg, Meg Foster. Yeah. Where it's like the most beautiful eyes on the ugliest face. And it, uh, Adam Adam had a thing for her in They Live, and I'm like, yeah. other than oh, yeah. the eyes, I just can't get past that mug. It is yeah. a whole meal of of face right there. She's like the Robert Zadar. I don't know. Um, She's a whole meal of face. I uh, I'll talk about my thoughts on someone's watching me when we get to it. But yeah, okay, yes. What's your number thirteen? Then I'm curious. My number thirteen, Starman, Vampire. Oh, va- wow, that high. I'm kind of shocked. I'm surprised this didn't make your top ten. So that low, you mean? Yes. Think think about it. Yeah, high being one. I, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure. We're... I like that poster though. The poster is right? better than the movie. <laughs> uh, 
Vampires is a movie I've seen. I I don't even know how many times. Probably close to ten, honestly. And I liked it the least the last time I watched it. Every time you watch it, it gets worse for you. Yeah, a little bit. But yeah. part of it's James Woods and how jokey, jokey he tries to be, and he's failing miserably at it. His his funniest role is Lester in Casino, and it's not yes. him doing it. It's how pathetic he is in that movie. And that's what makes it work. He's not being cool. Uh, James Woods' pers- performance in that movie kind of ruins a, a lot of the oh, see, vampire I, I stuff. It, I, I love vampires just for James Woods. Yeah, you and Adam love that I'm aspect bigger, of it. I'm, yeah, I'm a bigger James Woods fan than you. but I like James Woods. I, li- I like his movies. He's good in everything, I think. He's a yeah. specialist. Specialist, he, he chooses scenery wonderfully in that. See, here's the thing: uh, we we agree on all of those, and, and as a man as a whole, I, I like James. Yeah. I don't like him in this because he's trying to act like he's 20 and like a cool like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, but I think that was you the are joke. 57 like, I, years old, sir. I feel, I feel like that was almost <laughs> as a parody. It's almost satirical. Like that's the joke, and he gets it. He's in on the joke, which is why I, I wasn't like apparently. That. I don't know. I don't know. It's just I, it just feels that way to me. But I don't know I, you're not wrong, but. Yeah, because a lot of people I don't think like this movie. Because I think this is one of those, uh, you know, you gotta, you just gotta have a, you gotta be in it all the way before it even starts, really. Well, let's let's do a comparison real quick, because there's another vampire movie where a guy's super cool in it, but he isn't trying to act super cool. It's George Clooney in From Dust Till Dawn. He's right. not trying to act cool. He acts. He's trying right. to act aloof and doesn't give a shit, and it works because he's not fucking right. trying and and. He's not feeding his own ego as an actor. He's just like he's there to do a role, and he does it perfectly. James right. Woods feels like he's just trying to. That's what I all I see when right. I watch him in the movie. No, you're not wrong. I, w- I would say you're not wrong, but yeah, I, I get it. But you gotta watch Full Tilt Boogie, the documentary I did. on the making of. Did you see that? Okay, oh, yeah. it's on the DVD. That's a great documentary. Yeah, it's been attached to the to the movie yeah. since since the I need, to, yeah. I need to rewatch that. It's been a while. It's fun. It's better than the sequels. I, I do like From Dust to Dawn 2, Texas Blood Bunny, though, with uh, Robert Patrick. Yeah, Robert Patrick's funny. Because they're in the hotel room. Him and the guy, I believe it's that guy who plays Mr. Brown on the Reservoir Dogs. Is that him? Yes, I think you're right. And he's like, yeah. He's like, why are you watching this? It's like, they're, talking, they're watching the porno in the hotel room. And then he's like, when I care more about the story, I care more about the fucking. And they're sitting there watching like the story <laughs> part of the porno. <laughs> <laughs> that part always made me laugh. What uh, is your number 12? Uh, I don't know if this will surprise you or not. Starman. Starman, okay. Number 12. I enjoyed it. It's a nice movie. It's the romantic comedy. Well, it wasn't really a comedy, but it's the romantic. It is comedy. Uh, Definitely. It's a comedy. It's some funny parts. But it's basically, you listen to the commentary, and John Carpenter, what a sweetheart. Like He comes off as a really like endearing guy who just could never get a break with the success because he was just like, I thought this was going to be a bigger movie. It did okay. We did okay. It did okay. Like, you know, but it would never just, he never had that breakout hit that would make him like a giant director, which, you know, I consider him to be on par with Spielberg and, um, well, definitely Joe Dante. Those guys, he's better than them, I think. Oh, and Joe, Joe Dante, Dante gets, fucking sucks. Joe Dante gets way too much credit for Gremlins and, Spiel, Spielberg and... made Gremlins, and then suddenly Spielberg wanted nothing to do with Gremlins. <laughs> like... Yeah, well, Gremlins Two is fun. I like Gremlins Two. Yeah, Joe Dante fucking mastered Gremlins Two. Yeah, that one's good. But, but like, everything else he's done is like eh. he's done a couple good things overall. 
Yeah, he's more of a. He reminds me of more, like a, like a uh, what's his name, Lloyd Kaufman version of um, what's his name? Oh my god, I'm blanking on names. Just as I was saying it. You know what? Fuck it. It, it doesn't matter. Um, sorry, what was your number 12? Oh, Starman. So I think Starman made more money because it, it was really hitting during the VHS era, during rentals. Right. I remember yeah. a lot of Starman movies when I was at the video store. And that was way also, after it came out. Right. And you also said the TV show you watched, you kind of liked the yeah, show. Yeah. The, the show was, I actually, I liked it better than the movie, even though I did like the movie quite a bit. Yeah, it's an enjoyable movie. I like it. But the the movie was the the show rather is what I wanted from the movie. Right. I, I just think Jeff Bridges is a little too silly in the movie. It either works for you or it doesn't. For me, it was kind of fifty fifty depending on the scene. Um. Yeah, I, I like the movie Starman. It's 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 actually higher on my list. It's okay. It's higher, yeah. yeah it's just, my number twelve is gonna be uh, not not. Uh, there we go. Sorry, it wasn't wasn't going. Wow, Body bags. that high. Yeah. Uh, well, part a lot of it is because a large section of the movie is that first first story, which I really did enjoy. Yeah. And I'm not judging it's the true. third. I'm not judging the third section at all. The Toby Hooper one. Right. So I'm just going off his and hair, and I love a lot of hair, mostly the actors. The story is so fucking stupid. But it's more of a vibe I get when I watch it. Him him doing his little. Crypt Keeper thing. I, I like watching that. And I, I don't know. I, I, I like sitting back and just watch. I also really enjoy anthology stuff, clearly. So that's probably why it's higher than it should be. I remember watching this on like VHS back in the day. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, the only one I have a memory of is, is the Stacey Keach hair one, though, like from childhood. I remember watching that and I was like, this is bad. Right, but. Yeah. Yeah, I also have a sweet spot for anthology stuff, like I said. So that's why it's number 12 yeah, for me. Good. Yeah. What is your... This is our last one of this episode. What's your number 11? Christine. Christine. The car movie, wow. Christine. Wow, that low, huh? Yeah, well, I figured Christine is like on the periphery of what he does best. It's kind of like when you look at his work, this is the one kind of outlier that's different in that period when he was making like Escape from New York, The Thing, They Live. Christine's in the middle of that. So Christine, it's a good movie. I like Christine, but I, I like uh, other movies better than Christine. Yeah. See, this is the part of the list where we're going to go, I, lo- I really enjoyed this movie. Like like Vampires, I really do enjoy that movie. As much as I was giving it shit for James Woods, I, I can watch that movie anytime. Right. But now we're getting to the point where it's like, these ones are are way better for me. Like these are these are just great movies. I watch these all the time. Right. Yeah. So now we're getting to that point. Okay. So Christine, I thought I would be the one that have a, the lowest. Yeah. Because I think I remember when we did this review. I Adam loves this movie. I had it. I didn't love it nearly as much as he did. I was kind of annoyed with some of it, but I still really enjoyed the movie. Right. It's a Stephen King movie. Come on. You got, you got yeah. a certain aspect. Again, 80s, 50s. Right, yes, exactly. Yes. Um, my number 11, we just talked about. It's Starman. Yeah, that's good. I wanted to put it in the top 10, but I couldn't. Which means I know one movie that's in both of our top 10s that really shouldn't be. 
and it involves the city of Los Angeles. But we'll talk about that on the next episode. Yes. So that is 24 through 11. Let me get to Adam's list. What I think Adam would say. I have 24 as Dark Star because he fucking hated that movie. 23, I, I think he would hate Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Yes. 22, I have as Ghost of Mars. 21, Captain Voyeur. 20, I could be horribly wrong on, but I'm going to go with the whimsical part of it and say 20, I have as Starman. Ooh, yeah. I, I could be way point. off on that. I, I think he would have been, yeah, against it. That's stupid. Fuck your love story. Stupid. But it involves an alien, and he really it does enjoy his sci-fi, though. So that's what I'm saying. It's really, I had, that was the one I was, like, really debating. I think you talked about how you didn't like Starman, though. I, I think so. I'm going to have to go back to the archives and listen to some old episodes. Yeah. Again, I'm going off memories, you know, from years ago at this point when I was drunk yeah. doing shows with him. But number 19, I have The Ward. 18, Escape from L.A., he did not enjoy oh, the. He did not enjoy that movie. That one he does not like. Seventeen. I'm gonna go with pro life. It was probably too too preachy for him. Yeah. Sixteen. Cigarette burns. Just playing it safe. Just gonna group those together. I thought he watched cigarette burns with us. Yeah, he did. He was there for that. Yeah, I, I don't remember him. That was that. the one that I was excited to show him because he had never seen it, and I yeah. was like, "Oh, I'm kind of curious what you're gonna think about this movie." Number fifteen. <clears throat> I have is someone's watching me. Number 14 I have is Elvis. 13 Village of the Damned. 12 Body Bags and wow. 11 I'm probably wrong on. But this was just a random guess cuz I had to put it somewhere. Assault and Precinct 13 for number 11 for for him. See, I feel like he would have been that would have been his top 5. Yeah, I, I that's I had to make some picks here cuz I know yeah. his I know like his basic top 5. So I probably right. should put that higher, but I put it where I put it. I already said it. Well, it makes sense, too, because that's like that's the beginning of his career. It's before Halloween, and uh, he's more of a Halloween guy. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, it's probably an accurate spot. I think he'd probably like Halloween more than Assault and Precinct 13, obviously. I just realized Halloween I... would be would he be his top three, I think, definitely. I just realized I didn't change my uh, name from the Twilight Zone, so... It doesn't matter. I'll do this. There you go. <laughs> there we There's go. Big trouble in Little Phoenix. Little Phoenix. I forgot. So, uh, yeah, let's get over to the next uh, podcast here. And on the live stream, we're going to take about a five-minute break. Sound good? But it will be on the next podcast. We cover our 10 through 1. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Dig, dig it. So long, citizens. So long, John. <laughs>